Welcome to the Ride With Us podcast, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters around the globe. So please keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times as we welcome your hosts, Jessica Gardner and John Davidson. Hey, enthusiasts. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some interviews that I did about Give Kids the World Village in Kissimmee, Florida, and the grand reopening of Knott's Fiesta Village in Buena Park, California. But first, listeners, we love theme parks. We love roller coasters. And I know how much we as an organization love sharing that enthusiasm with others. What if this summer you could help provide a week-long, cost-free, wish vacation to a theme park to a critically ill child and their family. Well, ACE has a great opportunity for you because we are partnering with Give Kids the World Village in support of their Coasting for Kids events throughout this summer. This is your opportunity to experience the thrill and excitement of your local theme park while championing a wonderful cause. When I was last in Florida for the opening of Pipeline the Surf Coaster at SeaWorld Orlando, I met Brandon Thom, the Senior Director of Development for Give Kids the World Village, and he told me all about it. Here is that interview. Hey enthusiasts, it's Jessica, and I am here with Brandon Thom. He is the Senior Director of Development for Give Kids the World Village. Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, thanks for it's, having me here. Yeah, it's so nice to meet you. Nice for to meet those you too. people out there who don't know about Give Kids the World, can you tell them about it? Sure, um, I'll try to give the 30 second elevator pitch. I know, it's pitch. so hard. There's a lot. So we're an 89 acre uh, nonprofit. We call it a whimsical resort based in Kissimmee, Florida, and our mission is to fulfill the wishes of children with critical illnesses or life-threatening illnesses. Um, and we actually house them at the village for a full week. We send them to the parks for free. Everything is on us. Um, transportation, park tickets, obviously partners like SeaWorld, which is where we are now, have a big part in that. Um, and basically they stay at the resort, they come home from the theme parks and we provide our own experience for them at the village itself. Entertainment, food and beverage, um, nightly parties uh, so there's something for them throughout the entire experience and we make it as seamless as we can for them because we know that the last thing they want to do is worry about planning or logistics at this point. I think this is just one of the most incredible charities. I think a lot of people have heard of Make-A-Wish and for someone like a Make-A-Wish family to be able to come here and be completely taken care of yeah. at Give Kids the World Village. My understanding also is that there are rides that are accessible to many of them as well. Can you talk about those? Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. We, we do, we have some rides, um, actually some, some major flat rides. There's two of them sitting right next to each other that have very uh, unique accessibility features to them. Um, quite unique in the industry. I've been involved on the park side for, for years and years and I, I've seen these rides at the village and know just how special they are because they let people that probably wouldn't be able to experience the same type of attractions at parks yeah. um, experience those attractions. And it's really cool watching their families react to them enjoying those rides too. It's probably the best part. That's just incredible. I love the accessibility for the families. So I've heard that there is some special things going on this summer. Yes. Um, I know about coasting for kids, but okay. our coaster fans out there definitely <laughs> want to hear about coasting for kids and the summer bus tour. Okay. Let's start with coasting for kids. Sure. So Coasting for Kids is, um, we, we visit over 10 parks um, and we have little parties for, uh, for people that want to come to these parks and, and fundraise their way into admission. So it's 
it's basically a peer-to-peer -peer fundraiser that we hold at each of these participating parks. The parks open up the gates for us a little bit early, so the participants get early ride time Ooh, on some of their favorite that. attractions mm -hmm. at these parks. Yeah, all the parks you can think of, Six Flags parks, uh, SeaWorld parks, wow. um, and there's some really good rides mixed into there too. Um, the general consensus from our participants is it's a great way to, one, get familiar with our mission, mm -hmm. and two, just enjoy a really unique um, uh, ride experience that they can't get as regular guests. Yeah. So we're doing that this summer, and then the second thing you mentioned is our summer bus tour. Yeah, this That's is new, That's coming back right? for our oh, second no. year. Oh, second year, okay. Yep. And so what we do is we get on a wrapped Give Kids a World bus, and we literally go on a road trip. And we go to various different cities. Usually we do meet at theme parks. We have chosen other locations in the past, but the point is we want to bring the village to the families that might be living in these uh, states and these cities. Yeah. We have thousands and thousands of uh, Wish Village alumni families that live in these different states. So it's really neat because they may not have had the opportunity to come back to the village to right. visit, mm -hmm. and they remember that week, it's so special to them, it's a core memory for a lot of them. Yeah. Now they get to experience the magic we bring to them by bringing our characters, by bringing our village brand, by bringing the parties that we have every night, things like that. Um, and they get to have that experience in their hometown. That's so cool. And yeah. parks from different states are all involved in this as well. They're all involved in that as well. And uh, similar to Coasting for Kids, there's some benefits that you get being a participant of this bus tour, coming out and supporting us on each of our stops. Um, but yeah, that we basically have these uh, Give Kids the World themed parties in the morning and then we let everyone go into the parks and enjoy themselves for the rest of the day. Oh, fun, yeah. really incredible and a great cause. If someone yeah. wants to get involved, how can they learn more? Uh, my, so my main advice would be go to gktw.org. There is a, um, a whole about us and how to help page that we have on our website, lists all our summer events. There's links to those events, how to start a fundraising page on your own, how to get in touch with our team if you have any questions and a full um, uh, sort of array of all the different locations, cities, and parks that we visit. That's all up there right now for those summer events that we were talking about. If someone wants to follow on social media, where can they follow? Yep, so our tag is at GKTW Village on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us there. Awesome, we'll definitely follow you. Thank you so much, Brandon. It was Thank really you. great to meet you. Pleasure. These Coasting for Kids events look really exciting. If you raise a minimum of $100 for Give Kids the World Village, you can enjoy complimentary park admission, special perks, and even earn great incentive prizes. Recently, more perks have even been added. Check out gktw.org or go to ridewithace.com under the events calendar and look up all the parks that are participating. And if there's not one near you, you can still help. You can register as a virtual rider at any of the events. The Ace Cares team has done such a great job. They made their own landing page and just made it so easy to donate or get involved. And now switching gears and switching coasts over to another village. Knott's Berry Farm has reopened Fiesta Village. This newly reimagined land is now proudly and loudly celebrating Hispanic influences in Southern California. And to celebrate, of course, we had a big fiesta. I was there and I was able to meet creative producer Jim Clark and producer Chris Doe. Here are those interviews from the grand opening of Fiesta Village. 
If it sounds like there's a party going on in the background, it's because there is. In fact, it's a huge fiesta. I am here at the grand reopening of Fiesta Village in Knott's Berry Farm, and I'm so lucky right now to be sitting here with creative producer Jim Clark. Jim, how's your night going? It's pretty exciting. I'm, I'm amazed that we're here. It was quite a it was quite a sprint to the finish line, but here we are, and everything looks great. I had some people who were here earlier this week, and they said they weren't sure if it was going to get Well, there might have been a few of us uh, on the other side of the construction wall who thought that too, but we made it. <laughs> so for everybody who's not here in California, let's give them a rundown and sure. let them know what, what happened here. Okay, so we have a new land. Um, Fiesta Village, of course, has been, has been a part of Knott's Berry Farm for decades and decades. But now if you come here, you will almost not recognize it. Although there are some, there's some little tributes to the past. We wanted to make sure it was acknowledged. But now Fiesta Village is kind of three mini lands. The area we're in right now is the Casa California Courtyard. And then right over there by Jaguar, uh, we have the ancient Mexico area. And then we have the Alabrije Garden. And there are three different feels. This area is the sort of romantic, um, relaxed atmosphere. And then if you get over to Jaguar, it's adventure and jungle. And then if you get over to the Alabrije Garden, then it's fiesta, it's party, it's lively, it's kinetic, it's happy, it's energetic. I have to say that I am very proud to be the very first guest inside the Casa California. Everybody oh, wow. else was looking around the land and I realized, hey, that wasn't there before. Yeah, yeah. And I went right in and all, <laughs> I was blown away. The queso. Oh, good. I haven't had any of the food yet. Is it good? The queso is unbelievable. Excellent. And I'm picky. Okay. And that was a delicious queso. Plus, good. they've got the amazing chunky guacamole. And then, um, oh, the Oreo churro is what everybody's talking about tonight and then the regular churro of course but the oreo churro with the cream center such a great addition to this area it just makes so much sense because you've got the stage right around the corner and there's some amazing performances happening tonight as well can you talk about that uh, well actually um a lot i've seen the rehearsal but i wasn't involved in the production uh, chris who is here um well he should be sitting right over there uh was actually one of the producers and chris christopher doe and so he was actually the producer of that so he'd be a great person to talk about that but without giving it away, because I think you're going to see it in just a few minutes, um, it's a very elaborate production. Uh, we've got pyro going off on the Jaguar Pyramid. Uh, we've got some flamenco dancers. We've got three satellite stages set, or, set up around Fiesta Village. So no matter where you are in Fiesta Village, you can see at least one, but probably two or all three of the stages. I have to talk to you a little bit more. We're the American coaster enthusiast. Yeah. So of course we want to talk about the coaster. Of course you do. And <laughs> I immediately beelined over to Jaguar after right. my queso yes. to see what updates had been made. Of course, everybody was wondering, is the fire coming back? And now I would say, well, what do you consider fire? Right, well, actually, it's funny that you say that right at that moment because you can see the fog that is emitting from the top. So we do have, as the, the coaster goes through the top of Jaguar, we have a sensor that trips the, the fog. So that is new. So um, it's like a smoke instead of it is, fire. It's like smoke instead of fire. Which is probably safer. Which is probably safer. <laughs> but when we don't have people on the attraction, we do, for our entertainment productions, we can have fire up there. Oh, Yes. Really? So you will actually oh. see some fire later tonight. Oh, is that what you were you talking are? about? Yeah. Okay. You're gonna, I thought you were lumping in the coaster. Yeah, it's actually... Right, so the coast, while the coaster is running, we have the, the fog with the red light. 
but when the coaster isn't running, we can launch pyro off of it. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That, and that might be happening tonight? That, that will be happening tonight. Oh, I've got to definitely check that out. I'm sticking around for sure. And of course, obviously, there's a beautiful new paint job that just looks spectacular that ties uh, the, the pyramid in with Soul Spin and the new Jaguar pool out in front. We have new color-changing LEDs that can also be programmed for a live show. So, not any actual changes to the ride itself, but a lot of freshening up yeah. of, of the building. I think that that little thing just makes a difference, especially to people who've been fans of Jaguar for so long or fans yeah. of that coaster. You know, I've learned that it's so many people's first coaster. Yeah. Like, there's so many kids who are like that, or no, they're adults now, but when they yeah. were kids, right, <laughs> that was the first time I ever rode a roller coaster was Jaguar. So it has, I think, a, a fond place in a lot of people's hearts. I'd also say that for anybody who loves Fiesta Village and is nervous about what these updates might bring, you are still seeing a lot of it's if anything it's just updated in terms yeah. of it's just more I, it's I, just more theme I think I can say with a lot of comment there's very little that's gone it's almost entirely uh, an addition yeah. there are some things of course that had to go but you know and had to be relocated we even for example there's a chandelier in here that was originally designed by Bud Hurl, but that was out in the land, and because we knew it was an original wrought iron design for Fiesta Village, we didn't want to get rid of it, so we just relocated it. So we tried very hard to preserve the history and preserve the heritage of Fiesta Village while just freshening it up. You said the name Bud Hurlbut. I'm yeah. a Bud Hurlbut fan. Of <laughs> course. Made my pilgrimage to Castle Park. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Bud excellent. Amazing. Of course, now I have to ask you, because we're with the coaster enthusiasts, about Montezuma's Revenge. Of course, yes. It's so weird to be here, and the loop is gone. I know, I know. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. All those pieces are gone. I rode Jaguar twice just to look over the side. Yeah. <laughs> Try to see a little more. Is there any updates? Uh, anything you can tell us. I, 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 there really isn't, unfortunately. Uh, it is still in the works. It is still plans. We still want to bring it back. And I will say that those of us who have put a lot of effort into redesigning it and adding really fun elements to it, we are just as eager as you are to have it come back. And we're, we're, we're disappointed that it's not happening this summer. We wanted you all to see it this summer. But it's still, we've put a lot of effort into it. And I'm really excited that when it finally happens, when you finally see it, that you realize how spectacular it is and why it took so long. Because, man, it, it it's it's going to be a big change. It's oh going to be God. a really elaborate change. And I just I wish you could all see some of the stuff we've created for it. Um, but it's we not. Will. Yeah, it's not ready yet. I have seen some of the merch, some okay. of the new merch and the logos. I saw yep. a really cool tiki mug mm -hmm. uh, in honor of Montezuma's Revenge and some Montezuma's Revenge hot sauce. Yes, yes. <laughs> and and of course the new name will be Montezuma's Forbidden Fortress. So we oh. actually yes. So we actually there. I, we're also expecting some new Montezuma's Forbidden Fortress merchandise to premiere when the attraction reopens. Okay, so this might be collectors. I this might so be collectors. This might ASAP. be the end of the, uh, the Montezuma's Revenge-themed Revenge merchandise. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that that was a definite. Yeah. All right, good to know. Yeah. And I saw the Jaguar merch as well. Yeah. It seemed that there were some updated things there. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about Alibree Hay Garden. So Alibree Hay Garden is actually my personal favorite section of the three in the land. Can you tell people what Alibree Hay is? Alibree, uh, Alibree Hay is a Mexican spirit animal, right? 
and so they have a, a proud history in, in Mexico. Um, they, they were created by an artist who had a bizarre dream about the Alabrije and then brought them to life in sculptural form. And we have six original Alabrije that were sculpted that are over, and two of them are over 12 feet tall. So they're enormous. And we have, they are amalgamations of different animals. We have a jaguar bunny. We have a butterfly seahorse. And they're all hand-painted and we had them illuminated with color-changing lights that we did a lot of testing with the, the paint color and with the lights. So when you go out and you see like the Jaguar Bunny, he actually changes at night. He changes from like a black uh, Jaguar into this bright red creature. And it's really remarkable. And it's just done with lighting um, and carefully chosen paint. I love it. They're really beautiful. They're gorgeous sculptures. Again, they just add that is this land and I think it's so smart and I already saw there's some merch for them as well there they is. have some pins yes so does everybody get like their favorite? Is that, is that I, what it's meant to? I, well, I, I think a lot of the project team members have picked their favorite. My favorite is Marty Mar, which is the butterfly seahorse. Um, but a lot of other people have, uh, we have uh, Philemon, who is like, he's a, he's a smallest celebrity. He's a little tiny lizard. But he's actually quite hard to find, which is on purpose. He kind of hides in the bushes. Um, so everyone has their own favorite. They're all, they're all unique personalities. I love that. And of course you saw Snoopy and... Uh, What's her name? Sally, Sally and Lucy and, yes, out here in yep. their new costumes. Yes. They were looking fabulous and the sombreros and all the dresses. Um, thank you so much. This has been a really wonderful night. I'm so excited to be here and share this with the rest of the coaster enthusiasts. And thank you so much, Jim, and sure. congrats on the great thank reopening you. of thank this you. beautiful land. Yeah, it's amazing that it, amazing that it all happened. But I'm, I'm really, I'm really incredibly pleased with how it all looks tonight. It's all positive reviews from here so far. Cool, so, glad to hear it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now I'm here with producer Chris Doe. Chris, how are you doing tonight? I am doing so great. How about yourself? I am doing amazing. I just saw the most wonderful performance. Y'all, if any of you, which I know you are coaster enthusiasts, fans of Jaguar, I had heard from Jim Clark that there was gonna be maybe some projections, maybe some pyro. What did we just watch, Chris? <laughs> so what you just got to experience and watch is Calle Celebracion, and uh, it is a wonderful celebration of all things, you know, Latin and Hispanic culture. And so we brought the streets alive uh, with these three wonderful stages. We had amazing uh, folklorical dancers. We had Aztec dancers. We had um, uh, some beautiful, huge puppets. I mean, they're like eight, nine, ten feet tall Can puppets. Can you call those puppets? I don't know what you call them. They're so. stilts. They're huge character heads. Yeah. And and yeah, there's still walkers that we have as well. And then of course, we have projections, as you were just saying, we have projections on Jaguar uh, that we'll have for our final two shows of the night. And then of course, fire and fireworks. Fireworks, yes. that was amazing. As a fan of this coaster, you know, and it's, you've got this great pyramid sitting there. Who, where, how did this idea come about? Was this long time coming? Tell me about the, the genesis yeah. of this. So, so the great thing about Fiesta Village is that, you know, not only do we want to have, you know, shows on our stage, but we want the whole land to come to life. Life as we did this. So as we were thinking, like, how do we just bring this whole streets alive? How do we bring everything alive in the land? And so we said, we want to celebrate Latin and Hispanic culture. Let's just put this all out in the land. Let's have them cavalcade through. Let's have these large birds. Let's have these uh, still walkers. But of course, the most important part of it was making sure that we could celebrate this wonderful Hispanic and Latin culture through the Aztec, um, uh, these amazing Aztec dancers. Uh, you know, we start there and then we move over to our Alabrije section. You know, it's yeah. fun. 
nonsensical. And then, of course, at the end is that big celebration for with the Jalisco section. You yeah. see the birds, you see the dancers, you got projections, you got fireworks, you got fire. So we just wanted to just make everything feel alive. So that's that's kind of what our goal was, and uh, hopefully we achieve that. I think absolutely. Everybody's jaws were on the floor. First, if there's like a lightning and thunder <laughs> throughout the land, all the music stops. Everybody's like, "What's going on?" And you're just drawn yeah. to this pyramid at night. Meanwhile, I've got a nice hibiscus margarita in my hand. I'm just saying, it was perfect. I'm very <laughs> jealous. You got to enjoy some beverages as you're doing that. What I love about it is like you know, you look at Fiesta Village as a whole. There's so many different things that you get to do. You know, the merchandise is wonderful. As you were talking about, you had a hibiscus margarita while getting to enjoy the show. So we just really wanted to, you know, just dive into the culture and just really bring to life everything that is Fiesta Village. Before that, earlier, I saw some super adorable marionettes. Can you tell me about those? So Bob Baker Marionette Theater, you know, it is a Southern California institution, right? Staple. Yes. And so, that you know, we wanted to bring that back. You know, uh, there's so much of the Latin Hispanic culture that loves marionettes. And then not only that, marry that with the Southern California institution, right? That's Bob Baker Marionette Theater. So what we wanted to do this year, you know, not only do we have them on stage, but afterwards they make their way to the land. We want you to be able to see it up close. And as someone, you know, that grew up with it, to be able to see it up close takes me back to my childhood. You know, the kids enjoy it. The kids enjoy it. But I want to say, you know, my generation, the adults I grew up on, we're like, oh, yeah. we get to see it up close. We're equally as excited as the kids that get to see the Bob Baker Marionette I Theater. I love that the Bob Baker Marionette Theater is here. I love that they're alive yes. and strong uh-huh. and still kicking it here in yes. Bugsbury Farm and Fiesta Village. Mm-hmm. So then after that, I noticed there was an amazing performance. These women came out. Yes. So the wonderful musicians. mariachi and Halitas. So the mariachi we have the and Halitas. And Halitas, okay. yes. So uh, you know they uh, come out on our balcony and they're wonderful. Then they make their way down the staircase and very similar. You know we talked about how we want to bring the streets alive. Not only did they just on stage, but we wanted them to be out in the land. We wanted to be able to be up close to them. We wanted to be able to bring that whole land alive. So you're not just watching a performance, but you get to experience it. They're just right in front of you. So we really wanted to do that, and that's really fun, and we're, we're incredibly excited. Not just in front of us. They were like, <laughs> like if they saw you into it, they look right at you. Oh, yeah. And they're like cheering with you and getting you to sing. And yeah. it was really fun. It's more fun when people are into it. So, yeah. you know, they find someone like, oh, we're, we're going to make sure that they're having a great time. Now, you saw two of those things, and that's just some of the entertainment that we have here for uh, Fiesta Village. So, uh, for the Mariachi Angelitas, as well as Bob Baker Marinette Theater, that's going to be uh, during the daytime. And then also during the daytime, what we have going on is uh, over at the Alabrije Gardens, over at the Alabrije Stage, we have some wonderful uh, uh, storytelling uh, that we're going to have, some amazing, uh, wonderful folk stories that we have of uh, Latin Hispanic heritage. And not only are we doing it in English, but we're doing both English and Spanish as well. I love that. Yeah. So that's happening over at the Alabria Gardens as well. Some fun arts and crafts. We're going to have some wonderful coloring treats where you can uh, color some of the Alabria hay and then some flower making uh, as well. So, awesome. yeah, you've been working is, hard. <laughs> the teams have been working very hard to really uh, put this wonderful entertainment offering together. And then at nighttime, one thing we uh, you didn't see tonight is that we actually have salsa and bachata dancing over at the Fiesta uh, Fiesta Plaza stage. What? Yeah. Oh, I don't So we'll have that. live music. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're gonna have live music. So you're gonna have two things at night. You're gonna, have, I mean, aside from all of our amazing rides, all the amazing food and beverage. Um, not and summer then, nights. It's about to. <laughs> yes, happen. it's not summer yeah. nights. So we'll have dancing over at the Fiesta Plaza stage. We'll have Calle Celebration, uh, Cali, uh, Calle Celebration, 
And then, of course, uh, everything else that is Knott's Berry Farm. We have the return of Ghost Town Alive. Yes. Uh, that's going to be super exciting. And then, uh, of course, over the Birdcage Theater, Miss Cameo Kate's Burly Key Review. I saw that. That is coming back. Okay. I'm so excited. Uh, amazing dancers. Uh, I love it. Uh, Miss Cameo Kate is performing with her wonderful troupe. But on top of that, if you didn't get a chance to see it last year, I recommend seeing it this year. Uh, the band is back. That band just adds so much energy into that theater. So that's uh, happening over the Birdcage Theater. And of course, not Summer Nights. Music right. doesn't stop. You know, you got bands over the Calico Mine stage, over the Calico Park stage. You got uh, the DJs on top of Boardwalk. And um, I will say this. Uh, we have so many wonderful bands. Uh, one band that I'm incredibly excited about is we have a band called 90s Rock Show. <gasps> I love, so, 90s. I love the oh 90s. I love the 90s too. Okay. Everybody always loves the 70s, loves the 80s. Uh, I love them too, but uh, I grew up in the 90s, so there's a special place in my heart for uh, 90s music. So the other night I was uh, listening to them. You know, we got Green Day going. You got Atlanta's more sets. Like Seattle South. Oh, Atlanta's all right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm super excited for it. That's one of my uh, one of my personal favorites that we're bringing here to Summer Nights. Oh, I definitely have to check that out for sure. Chris, thank you so much for sitting with me and telling me all about the entertainment offering. I am having a blast here tonight, and I can't wait to be back here at Knott's All Summer. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you here all summer. That wraps up this episode. We would love it if you would subscribe and give us five stars. If you have any comments for us or ideas for future episodes, please reach out to us at podcast at aceonline.org. And to connect with Ace in more ways, make sure you're following American Coaster Enthusiasts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Discord. Search for Ride with Ace on all the platforms. And check out ridewithace.com if you're not already a member. Thanks for listening, and I hope you get to ride a coaster today. Ride with Us is produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a registered 501c3 organization. Visit aceonline.org for additional information, and we will see you at the parks.